0: What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Chronicles of Terra. I am Mike. And I'm Sean. And uh, we're here to talk about, finally, episode one of Arcane. So, yeah, I'm super excited. We've been waiting for this for an incredibly long time. Actually, I guess we've, it hasn't been that long. It's been like a year and a half because we didn't know its existence before that. Well, so it
1: it came out in the 10-year reunion. That's whenever they announced it, right? yeah. Um, My sense of time
0: here. is skewed since COVID. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that could be three years ago. That could, could so, be one year. Well, I don't remember. 12 <laughs> is, is around
1: the corner for LOL. So, right. yeah, it's been two years since they announced it, basically. Damn. So, so but yeah. it's still
0: not that long of a production time, I feel like. For, I mean, they well, said, I mean, since it was, they announced it. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. But it's in, been in production for over six years, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I don't want to go too much into that part of it because, well, screw it. You know what? That's what you guys are here for. All the cool little details. Exactly. So, there you go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're really excited to talk about this. Um, this is going to be the first episode. Uh, like we mentioned, if you guys watch the trailer, we're going to be going through doing the style episode by episode um, for every new show that's coming to um the League of Legends universe, they've already announced that they are going to be expanding the show list. They've already been in production mm-hmm. on some. They're even going to be making their way into live action movies, they say.
1: Which is, is uh, I, 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 there is a pause for me, so mm-hmm. um, we won't get too into it, but we know <laughs> Hollywood's history with video game movies, so. <laughs> but this is in the
0: hands of Riot, and uh, don't get me wrong, like Riot isn't like, you know, they aren't a god. They're pretty close, but they are. not <laughs> But uh, no, we, you know, we definitely I feel like they're in some of the best hands you could possibly. Yeah, uh, I, I feel in. like
1: it, if anyone can do it, it's probably Riot right now. Exactly.
0: So, yeah. So, you know, we're going in, you know, with that outlook for this podcast. so We can't wait to get into to the more of these shows as they go. And um, I guess we'll go ahead and, and kick off episode one. So. First, I guess, do you want to go ahead and talk about, like, your first thoughts on this whenever, you know... Like, be- before first...
1: even the, the episode started, or... Well, like, what, what
0: was your set... <laughs> like, paint me a, a word picture with, like, how was your excitement level whenever you pressed the power button? So,
1: know? okay, yeah. So, I will uh, fully admit, all right, so my my first, like, real jungler was Vi, okay, um, I've played Jinx since she's come out. She's my second most played ADC. Um, uh, Echo <laughs> mm-hmm. is my main. So if you're uh, catching a drift, I'm obsessed with Zon. Like and uh, Piltover, kinda. I-, I consider Vi more. More a Zonite than a than a pilty, you know. Um but uh, <laughs> pilty. <laughs> than, than those, those filthy pilties. pilties dude. <laughs> <laughs> those topsiders, you know. <laughs> yeah, I see where your lines are drawn already, yeah. <laughs> um man, I just I I've I've always loved Zon. There's something about it. I think it's it's the fact that it's it's uh, it's steampunk but with chemicals. So I, I've been calling it chempunk, you know. Yeah, I think.
0: I mean, you haven't coined that. I just want to make sure everyone. No, knows no, that's I, canon. I came up with that. That was all me. You know. <laughs> well, brilliant naming, Sean. Then, you My know, I, I'm, I'm
1: here all day. Okay, so no. But you know, but, I, uh, I agree. I agree.
0: It definitely yeah. is. There's, there's more of the you know hex tech, you know, clean technology based, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, magic technology based. Uh, stuff and then at, on the other side of the spectrum we have you know chemically well, enhanced technology.
1: It, it, and don't don't get me wrong. I love the hextech technology. The whole idea of like this merging of uh, science and and magic kind of thing, yeah. right? I'm I'm totally on board with that. Um it's just Zone is just it's got that that kind of edgy, you know, underworld feel to it and i've always been a, a big fan of that aesthetic so
2: mm-hmm.
1: going into this show i've been super hyped um but i i've tempered my expectations you know because i'm i'm just like you know i i don't want to go with expectations through the roof and then we've be learned disappointed. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything that we love is never as good as we want it to be <laughs> exactly so i'm like oh i go i'm gonna go in and it's mm-hmm. gonna be garbage and then you know yeah. maybe i'll be pleasantly surprised right yeah so <laughs> Uh, but that was that's the picture I've uh, hopefully I've painted a good picture of. Dude, I felt like, like I in. was
0: there. I felt like <laughs> yeah. I was watching it with you. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, it was it was a similar situation for me. You know, um, as you guys might have known from the trailer already. You know, we've been playing basically since season one. I barely missed beta myself, um, and you know we're movie reviewers. We love anything cinema, anyways, to begin with, and uh, we. Like, this is just something I, I, I personally couldn't wait for. I was in the same situation. I was dying to see this. Um, I did also temper my expectations because, of course, it seems like everything, as I just mentioned a little bit ago, everything that I love whenever it's brought into a <laughs> realm that it wasn't originally designed for ends up being just not a good version of what it could be. I have so much... You know, potential. I have the best ideas, you know, and they just never live up to my great ideas. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know it, what that's like. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> but in this case, by the time I was done watching the first episode, I'm like, oh, I'm stupid. And they did it a lot better than I could ever even imagine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, a slap in the face. Okay. Exactly. Um. <laughs> but no,
0: this is, I mean, like, the first thing I'd have to say is that whenever I turned it on, I, I first started watching, which we already knew from the trailer, like, we knew the art style going in and it was gorgeous, but. Seeing it everything play out that way was uh, no. one of the most spectacular things I've ever seen. It was it was truly like cinema magic. I feel like um, closest well, thing to it I'll ever experience. Especially when you first turn on it and you're welcomed by that like kind of red mist where you see mm-hmm. the enforcers coming through. You know the the war torn scene. I oh. can't get
1: over the lighting. The lighting. It's oh my just, god!
0: Beautiful. Yeah.
1: Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So uh,
0: it's they they treat it like. I, I would say I mean well, they definitely treat it like it's it's almost like a live action the 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 treatment or the the attention to detail whenever it comes to you know how they paint the scene and mm-hmm. um, definitely the lighting as you said and um, just you know the general tone and colors especially so well,
1: in, in, in traditional animation like we would be talking about the environment as like a background right, right. It would be like oh yeah the background art is amazing right, right. but with this it's it's not it's set pieces. Like <laughs> exactly. They matter. You're like you're like, "Wow, the set pieces are incredible." You know, um exactly. and I <laughs> I hear people say it like that all the time um on Twitter and social media and I'm just like people are recognizing this and they they're viewing it in a way that it's um that, you know, they're comparing it to Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, right? It feels yeah. like a something a more revolutionary. Level, yeah. Yeah, of animation. Um and it's it, it I mean, it speaks for itself. That's the one thing that's undeniable, I feel. Um, And even people that aren't too fond of the show, Mm -hmm. they've always they've all admitted they're just like the art is and the animation is is incredible. So
0: I have yet um, to meet someone who's not a fan of the show, but uh, at least it's good to know that I'll find them to agree on that.
1: That's a funny thing is like even the people that are they're not like as excited about the show, they still Mm -hmm. like or like, yeah, no, it's a good show. It's just, you know, it's not my my cup of tea. And I'm like. Hey, you know, that's pretty good. Like, <laughs> yeah. like even if people that aren't even that into it are like, no, it's good. I'm like, okay, they did something right. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. Besides, if you keep watching, it's going to be one of those things where you just realized you've, you've loved this tea your entire life. Yeah, <laughs> It just only <laughs> revealed it to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but but no I, I agree it's um you know it, it it does have so many cinematic tools and narrative tools that it it applies so expertly um it mm-hmm. really raised the bar for certainly a show but you know even you know more grand forms of media i feel like they they need to take it up a notch after this kind of thing i mean it, yeah. it, we saw the you know the ratings for it i don't want to get like too far in, into the weeds on this but you know, it aired for the first um, arc on number one in thirty-eight countries, right? Yeah. So, yeah, super impressed by that, and that's why they released all the information about all the new shows and everything. But, you know, now now that we're in the show at the very beginning, um, why don't you tell me what struck you first after, like once we kind of got into it a little bit? So you're talking about that opening sequence a little bit? Yeah. Or, or you want to go about go in on it more? By all <laughs> means. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, so okay. So, <laughs> um, I took notes. Okay, <laughs> um, yeah. I feel
1: prepared. I will say the opening sequence set the tone. Right. Right. Um, you, you've got this. This almost like this lullaby in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can tell it's just it's the uh, um, you know it's it's it, 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 there's violence in
0: the air. You don't even see the violence,
1: right. and you know like okay this is not blood good, has right?
0: been shed yes
1: yeah and it's dark right mm-hmm. and uh it kind of pans down and then you realize wow this was like a battle this is not something um this is not a, immediately they go this isn't a kid's show okay um yeah
0: they can leave the room now uh
1: it, they should have never been in here but it's
0: like uh, by the way we just <laughs> killed this kid's parents over here so yeah maybe you want to leave <laughs> <laughs> well
1: and, and the first thing i see are these enforcers right, right like right. And they look that they, they're clearly, you know, somewhat inspired by the Killzone games with the whole, you know, fully. It, there's something about being like a fully um, armored suit, right, head to toe. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't even know. There's no identity behind it, but then you have those red glowing eyes, mm-hmm. and man, I was just like, okay, I'm I'm here for this. Um, yeah, and you know, along with the the song that was. Uh, we find out um, Powder was singing is uh, it's like this lullaby trying to clearly like trying to um, distract her from what's going on. Yeah. And uh, she's holding her sister's hand, Vi, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that was something, I don't know if I'm moving too fast, but that was something that um, the community had, had connected, you know, fr- from the beginning when, when Vi and Jinx first came out. Um, was oh, they're sisters, and at the end of the day, there wasn't actual any canon confirmation of that. Um, I got
0: into so many arguments with people on that, by the way, saying really, that, yeah, because I would always be like, they're not actually technically confirmed as sisters. Yeah, they have implied it, but uh, not technically confirmed. But,
1: and the thing is, is like, w- whenever they're implying, it was it was more like, well, they could just be like orphan sisters, right? They're right, not right. necessarily blood related. And uh, we find out in this opening sequence that they're, um, in, in fact, um, uh, you know, blood-related sisters. Right. Well, hold
0: on there just a second, Sean. Oh, okay. Hold okay. on there just one second. Yeah, all right. because I am not one hundred percent convinced that they are sisters yet. I think mm. that I think that it is still like much more likely now than it ever was before. I think that it, that it, that they probably are, but there was something about. And by the way, guys, this is the kind of stuff that we like like to get into. This is the nitty gritty. So and
1: keep in mind too, like we we don't. This is fun for us. We aren't going to take any of this stuff personally. We disagree with each other. All the more time. than we well, more than we agree often. i mean i yeah i
0: practically <laughs> hate him as a person yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right back at you buddy you know <laughs> but but no like we we've been friends for like 15 16 years we do this all the time so this is one of those things where like this is a prime example of it i'm you know we both know the lore very well but it's one of those things where we have tiffs on on these things all the time but yeah. so for me uh I'm not 100% convinced of this. I do think it's like 95% sure that, that mm-hmm. they are blood-related sisters. But the one thing that's throwing me off is that we don't have, like, the way Vi reacted. Like, I, whenever she saw Vander, you know, Vander came over, you know, in the smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can tell she's looking around for her mom once, you know, Vander comes over. And Vander kind of, you know, has this solemn face and you know, nods over to this area and it's revealed that the mom, I don't know if there was a father or not, cause it only showed the mom. Um, it shows her dead on the street and Vi had a very visceral reaction to that. Jinx, yeah. however, did not. She barely reacted actually. And,
1: well, and, and that's the thing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I totally see where you're, where you're going with this. And I just, for me, I totally understand Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a child mm-hmm. and you're seeing this take place, mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to process exactly what's happening. like it's it's just it's I almost do agree, yeah, surreal, right? So I you know, that's i I see where you're going with this, which is you know, Vi had the reaction for that same reason kind of thing.
0: yeah, for know. that same reason, I do agree. like I think that it is still more likely because I could definitely see a child having that reaction. But at the same time, I someone who is not that person's like actual sister, that's not her mom, they might have a similar reaction, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know which one it is, but I think that given all the context that we've had so far, I do think that they are a sister or essentially so close to sister's. Um, that that they might as well be sisters so we're nitpicking on that but yeah like I'm not 100% I hope that they like come out and just like show Jinx being born
1: from the same (laughs)
2: group so we can finally put
0: an end to Everyone's in the emergency
1: room or (laughs) the uh, the delivery room and they're like oh here's your new baby sister you know and we're just like oh I've never questioned someone's lineage more in my life (laughs) <laughs>
0: but yeah so you know that that was my take on it but But either way yeah you know great scene um because if if it is the trauma play right the classic trauma play um, oh it's there's
1: so much trauma in just <laughs> exactly. that original scene exactly like,
0: i i understand what let's just say i understand why she's fucked up like i really do yeah <laughs> i think yeah. anyone can but you know if they do take the trauma play um which i i is what i actually think it is um yeah, like it, it they actually do a really good job with that because that does show a level of trauma and it could mm-hmm. show even more trauma from the past that we haven't seen yet. And um, because I feel like, you know, she is if you know her from the game, she's multiple levels of fucked up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I can't wait to see how exactly how we get there.
1: Well, and I wanted to point this out and I don't know if other people saw this. But that only entire, you saw it, Sean only so I saw special. it yeah you know? <laughs> <I'm, I'm, laughs> I pick up on these things you know uh, <laughs> but uh, that entire opening sequence right until we mm-hmm. get to the uh the the op right right um they don't there's no words that are said beyond the song like, right it, it's all emotional acting and I yeah, it's for me I was kind of like wow like we are in a in a phase or I guess an age or whatever you want to call it where um, animation is getting so good that you don't have to say anything and you could just use the expressions on, on their faces to, to convey, you know, the, the story. Right. And people connected that automatically, whether they, they realized it or not, like you were able to connect like exactly what was taking place. Um, so that was just, that, that blew my mind whenever. And, uh, whenever <laughs> I watched it. And, uh, but yeah, no, I would no, agree. Like actually,
0: them. I did not think of that, but, um, mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, that is exactly what happened. And, you know, I think we've all said before that like this art style really lends itself to having this much higher level of immersion with expressionism. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, I was, I was really a big fan of that. You're right. That is was awesome thing. So congratulations. You did see that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but um, let's go. Let's go into the next thing, because if we analyze every part of this. Oh, this yeah. We're going to be, be here all day. We're going to be here all day. <laughs>
1: well, OK. So so before we go into the next scene. Sure. Of course. <laughs> uh, it, this is only this is only one time we'll do this. But sure, um, sure, sure. The, the opening sequence. Right. Um, yeah. the, the where the with the title cards and everything. I thought it was it's fun. Yeah. Um, you get a little little sneak peek of of uh, the different characters and and you yeah. know their their overall persona and uh, the music is is really good you know um, imagine cool. dragons uh, I swear to God that they're, they're more obsessed with league than anyone uh, they really are and they're like, <laughs> they're canon
0: at this point <laughs> yeah so, yeah <laughs> but in the in the trailer we saw for the music video they're literally in the world oh that's so, right that's yeah. right
1: yeah. So, um, great little music video, by the way. Definitely go see it. Um,
0: Yeah, by the way, yeah, that's a good point. Real quick, let me um, say that better than you did. And, (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, kidding. but no, no, uh, we just like, as an FYI, I think there's a lot of people that don't know that that music video is there, and if you watch the music video, there's actually, like, more of the show that you get to see, like, there's some footage there that isn't actually in the show. It's not a lot, but it's just kind of more if you're dying for more. And
1: it's fun. You know, it's just yeah, a lot of
0: exactly. fun. So, so yeah. But
1: uh, but yeah, I just wanted to say that about the opening sequence. It's, okay, it's really
0: good. Well, then so. let's let's skip over to the next part. So that is, okay. you know, once we're out of that scene, um, we then are transported over to Piltover in the future, right? And they are having a heist of some kind. So,
1: um, real quick. Go ahead. Immediately, <laughs> I okay. I'm I'm when I say I analyze <laughs> this shit, like I went in deep. Okay. <laughs> I just want to point out mm-hmm. the first thing we see mm-hmm. is the uh, the four um, main main Goonie kids, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> climbing <laughs> up. Right, they're right. going upwards um, to the top of this roof mm-hmm. in um,
0: symbolism. Uptown, incoming. Right, yeah, in symbolism, right. <laughs> so,
1: um, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting how, like, you know, <sighs> the first scene that's taking place in Piltover is them climbing upwards, right. Yeah, um, just wanted to kind of point that out, so that will play a part
0: later on. Very good. I almost said symbology, like in Boondock Saints. By the uh. way, <laughs> what's the symbology? Symbolism. <laughs> Symbolism. But uh, yeah, no, um, no, you're right. Like that, and I think like the first big pan out. That's the first big pan out that we have of a particular scene um, in a town, and uh, they did a really good job. It's a really nice wide shot of it, and uh, it really shows the articulation of like the, the the French accents and everything like that that they've applied to the city in a very steampunk way. Um and just shows more than anything else because it's contrasted later on, um just the cleanliness of it. It's a bright, yeah. beautiful city. Everything shining looks expensive and golden. Wealthy. It looks like yeah. the perfect place to live, right? Um but yeah, so that's important. And and so they are pulling off this heist. And um, I think d- dynamics are established very quickly here, which is important because, yeah. you know, although these episodes aren't like, they aren't crazy they're short, dense. they're not super long either. So um, it's it's important for how much stuff they're trying to pack in. Um, to really establish these things early on. And they do it in a very, very good way. Um, Mm. you know, very quickly, we know that Vi is the leader. She's not only literally leading them on where to go, but she's the first person to do everything. She does it much more expertly than the rest of them. Milo and, uh, Clagger, those two follow up. Obviously they're very capable themselves. Um, but then we go to Jinx and Jinx
1: powder. We're going to call her powder. Powder.
0: Yes, you're right. Pow, pow. Um, So right there, we already know like they're as soon as they hop over to the other um, building and jump over the buildings, you know, they're already like, oh, Jinx can't do it. Powder can't do it. Blah, (laughs) blah, blah. You know, making fun of her. Um, And so you already know right there that these two characters really don't not that they don't care for her, but they don't think that she's very capable in these scenarios. They kind of put her down. Vi, on the other hand, steps up for her and encourages her. And so yeah. having those dynamics laid out very early is very useful. And um, they really do a good job of of setting that tone early.
1: Yeah. And one thing I, I, I thought was an interesting line from Vi is, uh, you know, they're like, can we actually do this? You know, and Vi says, um, you think anyone is going hungry topside? Yeah. And I just they immediately it sets the... The the, the the location, right? I feel like,
0: like the, the eat the rich, quote unquote, mentality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopped in your head at that point. Well, <laughs> and that's the thing
1: is, you know, it clearly, you know, top side is doing well for themselves. And, you know, uh, if we're going to assume there's a bot side, then it's, it's not doing as well. Um, right. Because clearly there are people going hungry there. So it, it immediately sets the tone for, um, you know, very Tale of Two Cities vibe. Uh, yeah, right off the bat, which is which is really impressive how quickly they can do that.
0: Yeah, definitely. And um, because of that, we we just moving right along into the next scene, um, they end mm-hmm. up going into the house that they're trying to make this score in. Um, yes, I know the lingo. I'm practically a thief myself. No <laughs> oh. big deal. <laughs> Cast me for Oceans 14, please. Um, <laughs> oh, Not another. Not another. <laughs> um, maybe I can get into the female version. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, they they break into this house, and it's obviously the house of an inventor of some kind. They even remark on that Vi herself does because they see all of the you know scribblings, the math jargon, tools, yeah, and, and you know. Yeah. And, and the um, chalkboard. Oh, my chalkboard. God. I can't believe yeah, yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember that for a second. You got the chalkboard with all the equations and everything like that on it. So, um, yeah, there's uh, obviously a lot there. They're purposely going after someone that is wealthier than even they imagined, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. And um, this is where we are for- first introduced to the hex crystals right this is um, Jinx finds them in a hex chest by the way or I guess an early form of them because it's not powered by hex deck as of right now but for anyone that plays Legends of Runeterra you know what they are Um, but yeah so that was cool to see little Easter eggs all over the place really Um, alright so right here is whenever we start to hear knocks at the door like someone's trying to come in and then Fi yells to Milo to, to put the chair under the door lock it so that way they can't come in um what did you think about this scene was there anything that stuck out to you
1: um i liked how everyone was very in tune with each other right Mm -hmm. they're clearly a team um you know vi's uh, quick to quick to action um and then yeah and but uh powder's got you know that insatiable curiosity so she's you know uh <laughs> i thought it was funny when she found those sandwiches and she was like oh they got right so just reinforcing the whole going hungry <laughs> bot side but uh but yeah and then uh um as they what was it um as they they scramble to get out uh powder puts the hex crystals in her pocket but one slips out right um and then slow motion scene the uh <laughs> hex crystal bounces they're trying to get out um through the balcony of the uh the apartment and then uh hex crystal explodes of course right right um so yeah so i I like that too because it immediately establishes that the yeah this world is is pretty um Mm -hmm. these characters are fun um, but it is danger around every corner kind of feel even at the the nicest parts um so, Yeah, you're dealing yeah. with
0: everything is very volatile, especially in you know, an inventor's house, it seems like. Exactly. Exactly. Um there is uh two things that I wanted to mention here. Um specifically, this is where we first get every I mean Jinx's eyes are gray um during this whole beginning. Wait,
1: wait, who, who's Jinx? Who, who are you talking
0: about? Powder. So. Oh my god. <laughs> Powder's <laughs> eyes have been gray this whole time. This is the first time that we see because um, the eye color actually means quite a bit, and yep. for, for both uh, Vi and Jinx. And well, Jinx, whenever she first opens the chest mm-hmm. and lays her eyes on the crystals, um, the hex yep. crystals, yeah, her eyes then reflect the blue glow. Um, so I thought that that was a really cool thing. Um, yep. And I think that another big thing here, and this is more lore based. There's a few things here. So first of all, lore wise, that doesn't really match up timeline wise with really when they found the crystals and also the type of crystal that it is. Yeah, it, yeah. So there's a little bit I like I whenever I saw it and whenever I saw it explode, especially um, I was like, OK, this is not the normal type of crystal that we see, because usually we see um, refined synthetic crystals from the lore. That's the, the stable kind. The unstable kind is um, mined um, by the brackern. Um, over in Shamira, and they usually don't look like this. So I was very confused because it looks like a combination of both. So I think that there's going to be some retconning here with the official lore, <clears throat> just for yeah. those of you that were curious too.
1: And and to be honest, like I kind of am okay with that. Um, mm. I hope they kind of don't do the Brackern-like little Oh, I'm pretty line. sure that's
0: canon. I'm, I'm pretty sure that part of it, the Brackern part, is canon.
1: You're talking about why like, the whole... It's Scarner's people and they're yes. like committing mass genocide and stuff like that. Like, yes, because okay. this, this is why. Well, A, it's a Damn. very, it's a very <laughs>
0: pilt over, it's a very pilt over like thing to do. It's actually like, why I like it not because Class- it's happening but because it is very Piltover yeah so, uh, I just want
1: to point out for the record uh uh-huh. Mike
0: likes imperialism okay so um, endorsing genocide um, colonizing and genocide okay um, so let me just say like this like this it, it just shows how how like dirty and unethical um Piltover can be yeah. in this clean beautiful city right mm-hmm. um for the quote-unquote sake of technology and um or progress or right? progress their, well both yeah. both really both. Yeah, hand, hand yeah. in hand but um f- the way that this works is that the bracern which is a, it's a crystal scorpion um breed that's been around since far before any humans were on Runeterra, um basically their essence is reduced to a crystal and th- it's literally generations of their being kind of condensed into that crystal. And whenever a new one is born, it will take that crystal and absorb it basically. And it will learn its previous generations. And whenever you listen to them, and this is, this is lore, this is canon. um, Whenever you listen to them, you hear a hum. And that sound is actually the Brackern singing. um, Whenever Mm -hmm. you pick up a crystal and listen, and whenever they, they do a very purposeful thing here, whenever you open it up and she analyzes it, you hear the hum. So uh, that, that is definitely what they're going for. So that part is canon. Clan Pharos, which is Camille, for anyone that knows that, they're the ones that their family got rich. Um, actually, they turned from a family to a clan because clans are more powerful than families are. Um, because. Or house, right? Or, house. sorry, house. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, they got rich off of mining the Brackern. And so they're like really fucked up clan. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, wait, but the,
1: that was a nervous laugh, not actually laughing at the, how fucked up it was. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was another one. It's uncomfortably <laughs> unethical. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that, I just want to mention everyone like that's a thing. It seems like they're going for it. We'll see if that still remains Canon, but, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm calling my shot now that that is, um, because okay of that scene. all right but moving on um so we have the explosion of course uh we move forward they manage to from the hubbub uh enforcers come out and they go through a chase scene mm-hmm. um is there anything that really struck you in the in the chase scene that happened? Th- there's
1: there's two things um mm-hmm. i'll make it quick so the police throw these tripwire balls right um yes. that's really fun you know just shows how technology's uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh you know uh percolated all throughout society right Right. um the other thing that um i was really impressed with with, was the camera movement and camera work on it Mm -hmm. um during that chase you really feel like there's there's a moment where they run into the wall and the camera shakes right as if the it was you know on a ground that felt the wall vibrate right right i didn't Um, even notice that yeah good call oh that was the moment where i was like okay we're in for we're gonna get spoiled with this. Like this is just like in its oh, that this attention is how, to detail. Like, yeah, this
0: is how shows are supposed to be. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Like there's and it that's the thing, is it's a completely digital environment, but they're right. treating the camera like it's like it's there, you know. Right, right, um, right. And that's stuff that, you know, you just you don't see that a lot. Um so being able to to, to see that and it's consistent throughout the episode mm-hmm. um when punches are thrown or or whenever like they They drop down to another level, like you feel that camera move. Um, And that Mm -hmm. was really impressive to me. Um, So one of the things I caught during that whole chase sequence.
0: Yeah, um, I agree with you. Very, very good catch on that. Um, For me, the big thing here was that it it did a really good job of simultaneously not only showing off uh, more architecture, dealing with the city. But also, um, they went through a few specific areas that are fairly iconic to Piltover that we've seen before in some of the books that they've had, as well as concept art. So that mm-hmm. was kind of fun to see, and um, yeah, it just showed a, a good bit of you know their technology and uh, you know it's even though they missed every time, uh, it was it did look fairly advanced. So um, I thought that they did a really good job of yeah. you know, once again using the fact that they don't have that much time to uh, really build out the world yeah maximize know? it you know use it to it every second to its fullest potential which well, i really and appreciate.
1: that's the thing is this this world is it it's clearly fleshed out right like oh, yeah. there there's not a missing piece in there um and you can you can see the love that people put into like the the smallest little scenes and you're just like okay like this is uh, uh, again we're being spoiled it feels like so yes definitely
0: um, so yeah <laughs> well yeah and um you know that's one of the beautiful things about it is that um, they just go so much further than anyone's gone before, and it is in a world that's so fleshed out and so in-depth, and um, I, people that are just now getting into the show don't realize everything that's waiting behind it. This is like yeah. the tip of the tip of the iceberg from what they've already done lore-wise. So and, I, I,
1: and and not to mention, this is probably going to be one of the most grounded um, regions Def, of Runeterra, yeah. Um, you know, it, a lot of the other regions you start really getting into. I won't go too detailed to avoid you know potential spoilers for you know future <laughs> series, but um, you know, you can broad stroke it, you can broad, yeah. It. I mean, it, you let's just say humans, um, uh, there are many other species beyond humans, um, in this world and uh you know different powers and stuff like that and this is one where it, it is it's uh it's it's a world where you know um in the game right mm-hmm. jinx and and vi they don't have superpowers you know right. um it, it's all enabled logically driven by yeah. tech or i mean even jinx is just a bunch yeah. of guns and bombs you know <laughs> pure so, pure grit and guns yeah grit and guns yeah <laughs> guns and grit yeah, yeah. but uh but it's in that that's what makes uh, Piltover and Zon really, really fun and unique is is it's uh, it's a very science uh, driven, driven uh, uh, environment. Right. Yeah. Um So, yeah. Yeah. But once we start getting out of that space, you're really going to see like, oh, OK, that was like as grounded as it gets. Everything else is will get out there.
0: Right. Exactly. And I did one thing that I did really like about this. This next part going into the part that we're going to talk about. This is just a little detail of it. I did like how they, whenever they finally escaped Piltover, um, mm. the way that they actually made that final um, descent into Zahn was actually they literally went through a Zahn dumpster shoot. Or, sorry, yep, a Piltover a trash dumpster who, shoot. Yep. Down <laughs> to just gotta, the, the streets of Zahn. <laughs> yep,
1: down to the trash, you know. <laughs> exactly.
0: So that just, yeah. that really highlights... Um, just the the two positions that these two places have in relation to each other um so i really like that they did that now next once they do that um we get like this the first fight that they actually have physical fight they introduce um deckard which is uh you know a a character that we see a little bit more of at least so far going in and we get to see more importantly the kind of fighting prowess of the of the crew Mm-hmm. I'd say. And um what did you think about that scene how it went down?
1: I I was it was uh it, and I've watched this uh a couple times with a couple people. Um it was uh like shockingly violent. <laughs> it was yeah. it was one of those where it's like you felt those punches. Um uh, there's a a point where Clagger is on the ground and he's in a vulnerable state and he he grabs some dirt and throws it into the guy's eye like and mm-hmm. does a, a, a body slam on him like and it's <laughs> he does not hold back at all. and I'm just like, go Clagger, man. But the other thing is is you get a little taste of uh, of vice fighting skills. Yeah. um she takes a couple licks in and then um she kind of you know catches herself and, and is like, okay, this is a real fight. I'm gonna you know let loose and uh, you can clearly see that Vi is a good fighter. Um, Milo, not so much. Um, Sam, Milo was the weak link here. <laughs> but Milo was the weak link. He tried his best, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, but then Powder just kind of, you know, she stayed on the, the sideline there. So, And I don't yeah. blame her. She's, she's young and small, right?
0: Yeah, um, she's like a half of their size. So Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And there was one point during that fight that really, like, I mean, it just I was kind of um, thrown aback. Yeah. <laughs> <It was>, uh, <laughs> Uh, Milo is is on the ground he's getting beat up by one of the kids and Vi grabs a freaking board and just smacks this kid in the face with a board and I was just like yeah that could definitely kill someone like that was not something that like you know that's that's manslaughter potentially (laughs) like um so yeah the seeing that play out just reinforced the danger of the world um and uh it was you know it was really exciting for me because it told me as uh, you know as a, a long time League of Legends player and, and Riot fanboy that you know Riot's not holding back at all right yeah um this is not Disney right this is yeah um and I've actually speaking of Disney I've seen people kind of compare this as like adult Disney which is really interesting mm-hmm. um but uh but yeah seeing that whole fight sequence play out it's your classic you know um, neighborhood brawl between the kids, and uh, but you know it shows it how it would really play out <laughs> if these yeah. kids got in a real fight.
0: Yeah, that's very true, and and mm-hmm. I think that they, for the same reasons, I think one of the things that I hate about movies and shows is that whenever they don't show the work put in, like they, they basically don't show the work on something that's going to pay off later on. They just like whenever people are like all of a sudden good at something like this final boss guy is all of a sudden he's a kung fu artist. It's like I don't buy this shit. Yeah. And it's one of those things where I like whenever they show the word because this is no secret. We know Vi is a badass, right? We know that she's a punch master and uh master <laughs> punch of the master. punch never heard of that's a an official master. term dude she's a punch oh, master okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's no kicks in her combos dude just punches yeah, fact, um, fact. <laughs> <laughs> but so like it, it was really nice seeing that she is, is gritty and and she's raw and she you know doesn't go down she there. can hold her own yeah right exactly and she can definitely throw some punches uh no one's no one's gonna be trying to catch them fists you know what i mean yeah Um, yeah. (laughs) but I do think you know there was one thing it it actually like there was a a really just cool moment whenever they did the slow motion Mm -hmm. everyone was getting beat the fuck up but they (laughs) I love contrasting music where they play they played like this beautiful kind of orchestra music while everyone was getting fucked up and uh, (laughs) those scenes are honestly just so cool so much fun and because of the type of orchestral music that they had in there it seemed a little more fancy beating up you know what I mean because it was a little more fancy yeah on the music too. So it, it it was really cool and artistic the way that they did it specifically. Um, so I really liked that. Uh, I did walk away thinking, okay, so one thing for sure, um, things escalated quickly whenever the guy pulled out a knife and you were like, Deckard pulled out a knife after he kind of got his ass kicked and you're like, Oh shit. All right. Well, his his pride
1: was hurting a little bit. So yeah,
0: but vibe literally didn't bat nine. She walked over to him (laughs) and said, "You I'm sure you want to see how this ends. So I was like, okay, so Vi does not give a fuck, and she's Vi, scaring the
1: shit out of me. Exactly. <laughs>
0: um, so that was something. And I also walked away thinking, all right, Clagger's kind of OP, dude. He, he yeah. kind of beat the shit out of everyone there.
1: Um, I mean, he's a big boy. Ain't he's you know, a big boy, okay. yeah.
0: Um, also pretty athletic, too, because I don't know if you remember, but whenever Milo took the jump over from the other building, um, whenever they were doing the heist, like before the camera didn't even have time to really turn around. It was just like all of a sudden, boom, clagger yeah. uh, jumped over and everyone was like surprised. And he was like, those yeah, are the scariest no big, big boys.
1: Up. The, uh, the quick ones. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
0: so-, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was important. But, but, uh, even more important than that is that it showed that Jinx, you know, ran away from the fight with, Wait, with the who, loot. Wait, who's Jinx? Who's oh, I'm Jinx? sorry, uh, not Jinx, because Jinx doesn't <laughs> exist apparently yet, but we have Powder. So Powder <laughs> ran away from the fight with all the loot, of course, yeah. and um, she ended up, you know, uh, trying to hide from this character. And uh, she actually hid behind a wall at one point and, and pulled out one of her little inventions, one of her elementary inventions. Um, she called it Mouse and mouser mouser yeah mousy whatever Whatever. um (laughs) but she pulled that out and she threw it and she was like please work please work
1: well let's let's not forget like she's she's a child she pulled out a little thing and she put nails and uh, that's true. Yeah. And uh, sharp objects in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of like, oh, OK, like she's looking and, to kill. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> and um, then
1: uh, uh, continue. Yeah.
0: But yeah, no, that that's a good point. Yeah. She is not afraid of getting a little violent with it. That's for sure. Um, So she puts those in there and she throws it out, hoping that it will explode and, I guess, murder this child. Yeah, Um, in a very violent way. (laughs) Yeah, in a terrible way. But uh, I guess luckily for him, um, it doesn't work. little puff of smoke and she's like, ah, damn. And so in order to get away from him, uh, she basically throws the loot overboard um, and into the water and then runs. Now, let me ask you this. Does that – obviously, I mean, that's a good job of showing, like, how, interestingly enough, this incredibly hyper-violent woman later on, um, who we know as Jinx, started off as – and they make many references to this throughout the first episode especially – that she's not a fighter. Um, Yeah. You know, although she's willing to throw nails at people's faces, she's not a fighter (laughs) herself. (laughs) Um, So I thought that that was very interesting. And I also have to say, I'm pretty sure I just have the feeling the way that they had that camera linger on the loot as it went down. I just feel like it's going to come back somehow. It seems like there's nothing really useful in there. But at the same time, yeah,
1: you're talking about the bag. Like maybe she goes back later and, and swims and grabs the bag or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it, it's, it, it. they seem like valuable resources. I mean, it'd be worth swimming down. I don't know how deep that water is, though, right? And if it's mm-hmm. super deep, then, you know, it may be gone for good. But, uh, but yeah, you know, um, I wouldn't be surprised later on. It, it was just if like lingering. Like, oh, I need,
0: it was just lingering on there a little too long for me to be like, all right, I feel like this does matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's total, like, speculation, but, you know, we'll see. But we do know that there is, like, because Silco's, um, which we're going to be getting to in, in just a second, but, you know, Silco, his hideout is below water. So, you know, it is possible to get down there. But there's also that huge fish that is below water as well. Do you remember whenever they showed the, uh,
1: he's oh, like yeah. I remember like looking out to the aquarium fish. and that
0: gigantic yeah. bilge water fish it looked like?
1: That was, that was a big fishy. Yeah. Sure.
0: So, you know, maybe that is the last we'll see if the bag, because I don't know who's going to go fight that thing. But. I'm not going in there. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, anyway, so, you know, moving forward from that, um, we have our our intro our true introduction to the undercity that is zon they take that elevator down and we get our first Ugh. sweeping look down at the so city so cool yeah so cool um what what was the first thing that struck you about this
1: oh it was it was just like the the vibrancy of it all right mm-hmm. there's so much happening i was i i was awestruck by it um and you know they're walking through the streets and they're running into all these different characters i mean I'm sorry, but Zon has so much more culture than Piltover, over. Okay. Like <laughs> um Yeah, you know, there, there's bilts. like art and, and aesthetic and you know, there's uh there's expression, right? No there's hortles. <laughs> we saw
0: hortles too. Yep, yep. yep. So saw,
1: saw first uh first view of a hortle. Yep. Um <laughs> that
0: was By the way, guys, Yordles like I mean we'll, you know, they are a race in this world, and so surprisingly enough, because there's a lot of lore um, telling us that, you know, yordles are not seen very often in the world. And when they are, you don't see them as yordles. You see them as um, people because of this ability that they have called glamor. I have, I guess they're not making that canon anymore because that was definitely a yordle. Good. That was, was too hard of a logistical,
1: that was a logistical <laughs> yeah. nightmare is what that was. It really like,
0: was. Yeah. That was something that um, hindered rather than helped. So yeah, um, I am glad they did that. But, but yeah, point being is that, you know, All jokes aside, this is a city that is like, you could tell, you don't want to be caught here whenever you don't have, you don't know someone that knows the lay of the land. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, This is a dangerous city. Everything, the lighting that they did was was great. They have, you know, all of this, these neon lights. um, And then I I
1: just want to point out there's, uh, there's some Krugs down there too, so... Um which is one of the uh the I guess creatures in League of Legends. Yeah, so, were there really? I didn't notice that. Yeah, there was a little little krug in a in a cage and it makes a noise and the guy kicks the cage and Oh my god, how did I sad. not see that? Yeah. Well you're not a jungler, so you wouldn't you wouldn't pay attention. That's so, true. Yeah. I'll I'll hang my hat on that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one being yelled at every game. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so abusive. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: but anyway so yeah I, you know it, it it really all of these things culminate into the to emphasizing just this really dark undercity that um obviously does not thrive in the same way that piltover has and uh you know we see these you know i don't want to it's not like a bad profession but you know what i mean like the you know non-legal profession yeah between. it's
1: it's like but, it's clearly like a place where the it's um, they live by their own rules, right? And, yeah, I mean, it's a lawless uh, town. Them. Yeah, good for them. You know, uh, one <laughs> we, thing we're we promoting did, anarchy we, here on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> one, one thing uh, I did want to point out, and then we yeah. we kind of rushed by a little bit, but on the way down, mm-hmm. um, you get the first little hint from Milo. And uh, he, she, um, they're complaining about powder. Um, that's right. And he goes, "She jinxes every job." And then you know, all the Whoa. The, the league players are like, "Oh, oh my god, it's scared. been jinxed no. all along." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who would have known? <laughs> so yeah, so you you start to see exactly where that name is going to come from. So yeah, the origin um, of it
0: is is not only cool but powerful. Um, yes. So I, I think that that's. Uh, Um, a really interesting thing that they did there and I'm glad they did it because it makes sense with the, the context of the group even because, you know, like I I mentioned earlier, they really don't respect powder at all. They see her as as a hindrance. Um, and Vi of course defends her and, uh, you know, it's like, don't call her that. Um, but yeah, like those are, are all these important elements are, are helping define this world for us and, and the relationships that they have. And, um, you know, moving on to the, to the next part of this. Once they are in the city, you see like right in the forefront. Um, it, it highlights this uh, one um, business it, I, establishment, I yeah, establishment, you know? <laughs> um, which is the last drop, which is the mm-hmm. local bar that's in there, and it's where a lot of this takes place uh, moving forward because it, this is the home of Vander the yep. owner of the establishment um do you want to go into a little bit more of this and, and vander well,
1: so so yeah so um i love the the opening sequence with vander mm-hmm. um you know it, he pours a couple glasses of beer gives it to this uh this little nerdy get guy right and, you know, he's bumping called a nerdy into guy, nerdy. I mean, he's a nerd, you know, nerd. <laughs> um, and he's he's taking his beer over to a table and he's bumping into people and stuff. And it's all these different dynamic, fun characters. Right. Yeah. Um And you kind of get a vibe that it's like this isn't just a bar. It's almost like a like a town center in a way, you know, yeah. like this is where the, the life of the party is Um and people were playing pool and, and just having a good time. It, it made me, you know, after this last <laughs> year with the pandemic, I'm like, oh, I <laughs> missed that. It was so much yeah. fun. <laughs> this place is um, it's the pulse of the city.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: exactly. The pulse of the city. I love it. Um, and uh, he, he makes it over to um, his table. And, um, you know, the, these, these two interesting characters um, mm-hmm. that don't look like they're from town or it looks like they're from out of town uh yeah. they throw some uh, some coins at him and he's like and he opens it up and he's like you know, apparently he can count really fast um and i was wondering that too yeah he was like i was like, <laughs> he's like this bro. isn't what we agreed on you know? yeah um you know <laughs> and, and he he pushes the coins out and then immediately they they pull out a knife right and mm-hmm. he's like take it you know or whatever uh this is your 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 wares aren't as as valuable anymore, you know. And mm-hmm. I want to say I think those traders are. Um, I think they're from Bilgewater. They were giving me Bilgewatery like tattoos. Uh, one of the guy had a, a bones around his his um his wrist as a as a necklace mm-hmm. or not a, as a necklace as a as a um, what do you call it? Uh, what am I trying to say? Bracelet. I don't know. What Bracelet. That's to, what there it we is. Go. <laughs> jewelry. All right. And uh, there's this shadowy figure next to him and. uh um yeah you can tell they're they're dangerous right um
0: yeah i mean bilgewater is another place in the world that is also very lawless i, I would i'm not sure which one's more dangerous it, probably oh, bilgewater. bilgewater bilgewater yeah i mean it's, it's a, a pirate town up. like <laughs> yeah <laughs> um uh so yeah I, I think that um you know I, I definitely agree with you i think that he looked uh bilgewater bilgewater in bilgewater in bilgean bilgean we'll figure that part yeah, out yeah, okay. i think i think they'll explain that to us whenever we get to that region <laughs> <laughs> um but no he definitely looks like he's from bilgewater and actually his friend there looks vaguely the i would say um really? she had you, kind you of, thought, if if i'm if i'm remembering correctly she had kind of a tiger look to her
1: when well, she had like gold eyes too um yeah.
0: But she didn't. Was, she, she didn't look as exotic as a lot of other Vestayan are. By the way, Vistani no. for everyone here, it, it's a race in League of Legends. That's um, it varies dramatically on you know how they look as far as like very animalistic or, I, or very humanoid. But, it's uh,
1: it's it's the furries, guys. It's, it's the furries, it's the, yeah. It's the furries, yeah. There's a furries <laughs> in every universe, my friend. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, but they're honestly like very cool creatures. Um, some of the best characters in League of Legends, um, for sure. Like lore wise, yeah. especially are Vestayan. But it's interesting seeing them here that far out from Bilgewater because lore-wise, they actually tend to stay more towards Bilgewater and around that area. They also have kind of been in Ixtal for a little bit, but uh, I haven't really heard of them being in Zahn too much. But So it kind of, once again, establishes Zahn as kind of this um, uh, this black wh- what market. What do we call it? A melting of, pot of, yeah. of different kind of cultures and everything like that. So
1: And, and it makes sense because Piltover and Zahn is a, uh, it's a it, think of it as like the the Panama Canal, like it's a huge, uh, trade center. Um, yeah. And, and it's so much cheaper to go through the canal, pay some taxes than it is to, uh, um, go around either of the continents. I don't even think it's possible to go around the North continent of, uh, no, of, uh, Runeterra. So, yeah. um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's neat to see a little bit of crossover with the worlds. Um, yeah, and it,
0: it, once again, it also emphasizes the, you know, with Piltover, we have basically like forms of nobility. Right, and then down below we just have a a culmination of tons of different cultures, living. uh, I I think their their best life. I don't know. Uh, Like, what could be their best life? (laughs) It almost
1: feels like they're barely like holding it together in a way. You know, it's like at any moment's notice, like it could descend into chaos. Right. Yeah. Um. Like it's. I mean, it's it's a it's a rough place. Like if you are not used to that environment, it'll eat you up. You know, Um, it spits you out. Right. Um, At least that's the vibe I got. And and we kind of see that whenever, um, you know, those those traders, they threaten the little nerdy guy. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, Vander, you know, um, (laughs) walks over and uh, they they tell him to get lost. He's like, no, I don't think so. And uh, pulls up a chair and he's like, you should probably pay him what you uh, what you said you'd pay him. And uh, they're like, well, "What are you gonna do about it?" And he's like, "Well, I wouldn't threaten the guy that pours the drinks." And immediately, it's dead quiet. Everyone in the bar is looking at that table, and yeah. they're and you're just you're immediately like, "Oh, Vander's in charge." Okay, like, yeah. oh, so this is
0: the guy I don't fuck with. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, and,
1: and one thing that um, uh, I just want to make sure we point out is, uh, you know. Immediately the uh the traders actually they go, Oh, you're Vander. And uh, they say a little line that I'm not gonna say anything, but um they call him the Hound of the Underworld. So Mm -hmm. um I was kinda like, Oh, that's interesting. Let that Um, ruminate for for people. So um but
0: (laughs) you're you're right. Good good pull out, by the way. And also um yeah, I I think that I think that there is something to be said. I mean, they're definitely they're definitely not well off. That's that's for sure. No, no. But there is something that I do like about this city and the fact that there's a lot more, like, true-hearted community here.
1: I was going to say, yep, community. And that's
0: like. right. And up top, that's not the case. Everything's very formal and cold. And yes. so it, it, it does kind of have There's a that, warmth to it. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like you have this town who you you soon find out Vander's kind of the the protector of all of these people. And uh, they really do have a, a strong community. And and um, it's interesting to see him watch out for the little guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone that's literally there, as you pointed out, stopped and literally just stared whenever they threatened Vander. Yeah. Um, because, you know, obviously he is the man in charge and, and he helps them out. They help him out. So, yeah, um, it was fun seeing the uh, the bad guys there um, tuck their tails between their legs and run. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. One, one thing I and this was on, like, my second viewing of, of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Vander hands the uh, the pipe to the, uh, the the dark woman. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, she uh, she takes a little puff of the pipe and she's like, this is vile. And uh, he's like, he says, uh, you'll learn to love it. And I was just like, (laughs) that's such a like uh, a a great little line for that's uh, almost like a like a wink to the audience. So, yeah. um, But uh, but yeah, I I love that little line.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's so much there, so much character um, there for him. And not only also just kind of highlighting the way that they live life there. I I love everything about this scene, Um, but it also shows us next. Um, the relationship, the dynamic that we have between Vander and um, the orphans—you know, the, the crew that we just met—Clagger, yep. Milo, Vi, and um, Jink or Powder. Powder. Um, yeah. What did you What did you think about that?
1: The the whole dynamic with the those four. I mean, it's yeah. it's your classic, you know, father trying to set his you know kids on the right path kind of thing. And and the thing that that was cool and that you know uh it's he's you know he's rough and he's tough on the outside but mm-hmm. when he was interacting with those kids man you just he was a, a big teddy bear right yeah um and you could tell he he genuinely cares about them he loves them right, right. Um, i was totally getting getting logan vibes and wolverine vibes from that that whole interaction with them um and uh you know initially Vi's you know kind of calling him out on on hey this is bullshit you know we uh, they live in, um, you know, in 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 uh, mansions and castles and stuff, and we live in squalor. And mm. uh, one thing that really was was very poignant was, um, and it man, it hurt me just hearing it. She's like, "What did Vi say?" She said, um, "When did you get so comfortable living in someone else's shadow?" And I was just that's, like,
0: "That's right, yeah."
1: Holy shit! Like, and that's that was kind of the moment where I was like, "Okay, this is gonna be like." <laughs> this <is> gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be one of those shows okay <laughs> I,
0: I think it i think it did a good job right there of establishing that there is a very socio-political element to this um show that they're not going to let go of you know what i mean yes yeah and i really liked that there was this this big challenge to the establishment um that that was burning within vi and a lot of the the members of the community there even and um i thought that was really cool to see her kind of although he is a father figure to her like her kind of stand up for what she believed because you do kind of see like this um rebellious side to her not only there but also in whenever she spoke about vander um previously and whenever they were doing the heist and everything like that and uh, whenever she spoke to oh we actually totally missed this part but um mm. oh no wait no, okay, we we did talk about that. But uh whenever they were running the the heist, you know, she mentions like uh you know, like this is a job that Vander would have done at this age, like we don't need to tell him about it, like, you know, it's not too big for us, we can do it. Because yeah. she knows that Vander would have told her, "Hey, no, it's too big for you. Don't do it." So there's this really rebellious side to her which, you know, definitely is going to come out and and play later on. But um yeah, it was it was interesting seeing that dynamic play out a little bit and uh definitely highlighted to me that you know they are like a family you know because that's what families do they they fight with each other sometimes and you know they do challenge each other so they did they did a fantastic job about that i think
1: and um you know that scene plays out and um you know basically after vi says that uh, (laughs) um vander's like everyone get out i gotta talk to vi and Mm -hmm. um he has a, a heart to heart with her, and, and he's like, You know, you're the leader. Like, if you say jump, they'll say hi, how high, you know. If you mm-hmm. say start a fire, they're going to be, they're going to bring um, uh, barrels the of oil. gasoline. Yeah. Right. Um, it's one of those things where it's like it, they do a good job of going, Hey, it's, it's the whole. Uh, I hate to say this. It was the whole "Hey, with great power comes great responsibility" kind of talk, right? <laughs> um, Rears its know. head in every show. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm telling you, like, um, but you need that moment because then it it tells Vi like, "Hey, you're in charge. Like, you're responsible for what happens to them. Like, right. uh, what are you willing to 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 give up? You know, and and if they get hurt, it's on you, kind of thing. And I, yeah, it's uh, it's important because you know, um, Vi is is the 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 main protagonist in this and uh seeing her 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 take that onto her shoulders um i've just i'm like i have a feeling it's going to play out in, in future episodes for sure so yeah. um but yeah no it's it's a really cool dynamic and, and they do such a it's one of those things where i tell people it's familiar but different and they do it right you know and it's like if you're gonna lean in if you're gonna do tropes and stuff make sure you just do them right and people will be happy you know true um so, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the trope as long as it's done correctly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Um, but, yeah, I, I do, you know, I, I really like how they do that and making sure that, you know, because I think this is this is something that will come up later on is that he had to bear the responsibility of a lot of other people before. And I don't think he realized it at the time. But with her, it's it's a similar situation. And he recognizes that she doesn't realize the the weight that she carries as well. Yeah, so the implications of it. all. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then we um, go to basically he wants to find out, you know, who told them about this, you know, this, uh, this Mark and you know, where they got it from. And they say the little man and yeah. uh, what were you expecting? Whenever you saw I, little I, man and, and also where he went um, immediately afterwards.
1: Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I just, I had no idea who little man is um and honestly I didn't think too much of it, uh. But later, as as we would find out, it was uh kind of a big deal. Um, you know, running into <laughs> yeah. Little Man. But Be- before before we get into Little Man, there's one thing I did want to point out. Sure. And it was uh, you know, uh, Vi was was telling Milo, you know, uh, they were talking about powder and how powder, you know, and Milo was complaining and whatnot. And it was that classic, you know, powder mishears Vi and then Vi. Continues the conversation after powder, you know, mishears. That's right. Them. Yeah. And, uh, and she's like, you know, the powder doesn't brag about, uh, getting a good haul and, and, you know, causes us to get in a fight and stuff like that. And then we end up losing it and stuff. So, um, it, it goes to show like it, it was interesting to me because, in a way it made me question myself because I was totally on board with Milo and I was like, yeah, no, Powder's a jinx. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's uh, she keeps causing problems. And then, you know, Vi put it in perspective and I was like, no, Milo, man, you literally told someone that you got a big hole and you yeah, you expect to just walk away from that? Like, no, you're putting the, <laughs> the, the group in danger. You're like, instantly you, like, never mind, fuck you, bro. You yeah. suck. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, but you can see where the... Like the 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 schism. Right. That. Yeah. That's, uh, um, you know, potentially going to take place. Right. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Um, So, yeah.
0: But yeah, the after that, uh, we do end up going to see Benzo and Little Man. Now, I I purely asked you the whole like, what do you think about Little Man? Because in my mind, as soon as I said Little Man, I was like, it's going to be a big ass dude. Biggest dude you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) It's going to be called Little Man. And we walk into Benzo's shop, and who do I see? I see a big-ass dude. And I'm like, this is it. All right, so this is Little Man. And then I come to find out, actually, it is Echo. Oh, uh, man. I lost my shit whenever I saw Echo, man. Yeah, Echo is a... Echo's a favorite of, I mean, not only ours, but also, you know, many. I, I hate playing against him, that's for sure, in-game. But um, since you play him, uh, I'm yeah. sure you get to laugh at people hating you all the time. Oh, I mean, I just, <laughs> I
1: mute them, and they rage, and I just like, eh, and I revel in it, you know. <laughs> then you um, slash L while their yeah. <laughs> body lies on the floor. <laughs> it's great. I um, mean, it Echo is easily like, just, he's such a charismatic character that... Um, I, whenever I saw him, and it's so funny, he he gave a little lip to Benzo. He's like, "No, I gotta fix this thing," and Benzo's like, "Do it later," and he's like, <laughs> uh, "Whatever." And then, uh, you see him just like waddle out of the the uh, um, the shop, and I'm like, "Okay, Echo's fucking adorable." Like, yeah. this is great. So, um, uh, they really lean into it, but uh, but yeah, yeah. No, I,
0: I loved it, loved it he definitely has I, I don't think he was originally intended to have as much personality as he ended up having because he was like became such an iconic character but mm. on his original release he seemed like much more of a serious character um, with his cinematic and yeah. then like people just like really like loved him and i I, I totally understand why it became very iconic and you know he's had many skins that have actually dived into his character even more I'd say and so he yeah. has quite the attitude about him and they definitely translated that into Arcane as well because this boy has lip let me tell you yeah he he, yeah. he is not afraid to uh you know be the one to to speak out and throw some jokes around so
1: oh he, he's he honestly I, I kind of I call him the uh, the Spider Man of the the Lowell universe because he's got some of the best quips in the game. So true, yeah. Um, and he's just you know he's he's that classic like tinkerer, um, you know, uh, young kid that everyone yep. can relate to. So, DIY master, <laughs> yes, DIY master. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but. Yeah, no, it, he, he really is. Shatters and,
1: time like, like everyone, you know. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, casual tinkering, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, time shit, travel, you, whatever. Shit you sell on yeah. Etsy, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, like, it is, he's a very cool character. He's very unique, um, and, and he definitely has that personality about him, and they did a really good job, um, you know, showing that immediately. Once again, you know, they, they use every second to its potential, I feel like. Yeah. And, um, you know, they show him going outside, and... Um they show this is an important part because you immediately establish Benzo and Vander as friends, right? Yes. Um and, and that part's pretty important because soon afterwards enforcers come in. Mm-hmm. And enforcers first of all are one thing to notice that these enforcers are wearing gas masks. And that's important because um you know piltover very shiny and pretty right mm, very clean mm. but uh Zon, not so much it's, the air is literally so polluted down there with chemicals that if you are not born there it actually can be incredibly damaging to go down there so they go down there um and they have the enforcers all have gas masks on and it really adds this level of elitism this innate elitism that i yeah. i like in the character um because it just shows, once again, the disparity between classes here. And um, so I really like that they did that. But most importantly, you see this guy, Marcus, um, was one of the enforcers, you know, take off the mask and start real, t- really talking some shit to uh, Vander. And you see Vander keep his cool, you know, throwing a little like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, like, you know, the cool guy in town kind of thing, which is was really fun to see because you see Marcus get upset like you're going to tell me and it's just like this guy doesn't get it, right? Yeah. But then we're introduced to the other enforcer. Um what did you think about that dynamic that plays out there?
1: And so you're talking about um Agdashu, Agdashlu, right? <laughs> uh
0: good <laughs> job. <laughs> Damn it.
1: <laughs> uh she plays Grayson and you have to understand like I love this woman and everything that she's in. She's got Her the deepest is amazing. voice. Amazing. Oh, um, yeah. she's like the James Earl Jones of of sci-fi women. Like <laughs> yeah. um and like I mean her voice is so recognizable. It's so um what's the word? Like commanding but also like very warm. It's so weird. Like Yeah. It's one of those things where she could say like a mean thing and you go, that was very nice of you. You know, like I respect (laughs) you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And then she could say something nice and then you're like, oh, that that hurt really, really bad, you know. Um, But yeah, she's a, uh, you know, a world renowned actress and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, seeing her or just, you know, her voice is so recognizable. So whenever I heard her, I was like, oh, wow. okay, I'm so happy that she's in this. Um, And she plays a great character, too. Right. So she's very she's a pragmatist um you know she she understands like hey you know it's not as simple as like you know we tell you what to do and you do it kind of thing it's very much like a hey you know we want to keep the peace we don't want people to get hurt like and she she's not you know she's she's a very complex character so um Mm -hmm. i really appreciated introducing that dynamic because in the beginning when you see the enforcers you're like Oh, those are basically the uh, Nazis. So, <laughs> yeah. Um so having her come in and kind of give a little bit of more more human touch to it, I was like, okay, this is not going to be clear cut. Um, it's going to be complicated. And uh immediately she established that, right? So Oh yeah. She and, is um,
0: she established dominance over Marcus immediately. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh um, yeah. Marcus he's a little he's a little dog uh, tail between his legs. She's like, yeah. "Get out of here." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Marcus was chomping at the bit, trying to be tough, and she's like, "Nah, get out of here, boy." Like, <laughs> yeah, like ups are talking. Like, yeah. please leave. Um,
0: which is really what, like, that itself. My reference that I just made was so good, for many reasons, because, um, <laughs> but no, like, it, it was actually like there is something that happens here that I feel like you know is um, an important point to make throughout the show. It seems like everyone in Zon that is older definitely mm. wants to keep the peace, and everyone that is younger, minus one character uh, as the exception, mm. wants to battle. They, you know, as we said, they, they're they trying to challenge the status quo. And um, this really plays out here, because Marcus is, is, as well, he's obviously much younger than Grayson, and um, he... Obviously, he's like, you know, I'm not taking any of this shit. Like, you know, what did you do? Like, where is this person? You're hiding them, blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, look, you know, she sends him away and she's like, look, you know, let's talk. I, This is what they're going to need. Like, I know, yeah. you know, someone did it. They need their pound of flesh. You know, what are we going to do about this situation? And, you know, Vander knows that, too. He knows the severity of the actions. That's why he was so hard on Vi whenever... He found out about it because yeah. um, he knows that that they will need that, but he's now put in this situation where he, as the kind of a pseudo protector of of the lanes, he doesn't want to put anyone at risk, and so he is basically testing the waters to see how bad it really is, mm-hmm. and he tries to say, "Um, you know, I don't know who did it. I can't. I can't rat anyone out. I'm sorry," like you know me, and she understands, but because of that. She says, this will be bad. Like, you know, we're going to have to Next time we come down here, it's going to be
1: a team of enforcers kind of thing. Exactly.
0: So it really highlights the sincerity of that. And they all did this in front of Benzo as well. Benzo was a Mm -hmm. part of this conversation showing how close Benzo and Vander are and that that he is a confidant of uh, Vander. Um, So, yeah, I I think that. Go ahead. Oh, I
1: was going to say one thing to note. Right. Is um, while this is happening, there's two things that I, I caught on. Number one is uh, Echo spies on the conversation. Right. So Echo yes. kept definitely hears a lot of stuff. He's he's very sneaky.
0: Right. And he heard um, once again particular parts like he missed a few important details. Yeah. At the yeah.
1: You know, while he was trying to tune his little device to hear them, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you <exactly>. know, uh, <laughs> he missed a part of the conversation and whatnot. <laughs> um, and then. Uh, another thing that um, um, Grayson says is the workshop belonged to the uh, the colonel. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Like, so not only is it is it you know a Piltover um, residency, it's like the colonel's, you know, one of his yeah. his uh, his probably several houses or <laughs> that he has. Um, but yeah, you know, it just shows you know the severity of the situation.
0: Yeah. And, and you're right. That's why they're so adamant this time about, you know, needing someone to take the fall for this. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and of course, as you said, you know, Echo hears a particular part of the conversation which makes it sound worse than it is. You know, we'll see how that comes to play later on. But uh, that's definitely how it seemed from from my end of watching. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of the the situation that we're looking at there. I think we, we're we safe to move on to the next... We're almost done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're, we'll move on to the next little part here. So um, we get the reveal of the fact that the hex crystals, um, Jinx... We already knew that Jinx still had them, but she shows yeah, Vi... Who's, I'm sorry, Jinx, again? Jinx once again does not exist. Powder still has them um, because Vi takes her up onto the roof and is showing her a few um, specific spots in the city where they've done things before. Just once again, mm-hmm. kind of showing um, you know a little bit of world building. Yeah, and... and and what they've done, like the bond that that they have, um, and also the bond with the city that they have. They yes. have uh, so many memories here, um, both good and bad. And um, so I, I really like what they what they did in that scene and. Um, Jinx also shows uh, um, via the crystals that she took, the hex crystals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, immediately one of the first things that she does is like, we can't tell Vander about this because she knows it, now that she took those just how serious this probably is. And she doesn't want to put that on Vander. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting too because although they have that relationship where they do, she does challenge him she knows that how the severity of the situation now, mm-hmm. Um because anyone looking at those crystals knows, oh shit, these are, this is some important stuff. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so, so that's, that's important. But then we also go into, is there anything else you want to say about that? Cause if well, not. Well, yeah, we with that scene,
1: th- it was mm-hmm. just, you know, some, some good relationship building between Vi and Powder and, Um you know, you know, Vi, Vi's a big sister, right? You know, whether yeah. she's, blood related or not doesn't really matter at this point but um you know she's like you know just trying to comfort powder and let her know we've all had bad days right um mm-hmm. but we stick together through those bad days um and then uh, i love this line but she stands up and it you know slowly zooms out and mm-hmm. she goes one day the city is gonna respect us and then that's right yeah <laughs> and it shows the entire landscape and you're just like Good line. for me it was it was just uh i got chills looking at it because i you know, as, as a longtime leak player, seeing you know what this comes world, to pass. well, yeah, It well, but seeing this world come to life is just—it's a—it's a real privilege. Like is the way Truly. I would describe it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, that was gave me a little bit of chills. I loved it. Um. And just seeing that that sisterly dynamic was was uh was really beautiful. You know. So, yeah,
0: I agree. And yeah. um, that leads us into the next part, which is actually the introduction to our what I assume is the main antagonist for this the entire series yeah, yeah, based on the trailers and whatnot. So, um, this is where we get introduced to Silco. Um, mm-hmm. he is the person who is actually, uh, I, it looks like, uh, Deckard who we met earlier, he got his ass kicked by Vi. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, looks like he was just, you know, like a little low end gang member of, of Silco's. Um, and he's basically, uh, what, what would you call it well he's beating the crap out of him for failing him and yeah, not yeah. not retrieving well, the loot and telling Well, him no no
1: he, he's he i remember he said you weren't supposed to to talk to them or anything you're just supposed to follow them
0: that's yes that's right and um
1: and you know deckard couldn't help himself but try to steal their loot you know
0: um, so, so he's literally he's, the opposite of what I said. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he's, he's, uh, he's, he's pretty pissed off about it cause he's, you know, uh, it, it could have, um, he could have been found out. Right? right. Um, and then, uh, but I, one thing I wanted to point out was like immediately the way you're introduced to Silco is he's in this like shadowy kind of, you just see him as like a silhouette and then you see like this thing he's got and he like shoots up his eyeballs.
0: Yeah, like, that's right. It's like
1: yeah, some people shoot up their 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 veins in your their arms, and he's shooting up his eyeball. And I was just like, yeah, oh, you, don't, like, you don't know okay.
0: exactly what it is, but it's definitely yeah. It was like some kind of weird device that that clipped his yeah. eye. It yeah, like. <laughs> it, and it so it like, made
1: like a clicking sound, and I was like, oh, like yeah,
0: and and so he is you know in, in the shadows as you said, and it, he ends up you know fairly quickly revealing. Um, himself but you know it's, you see the other side of his face that wasn't illuminated is you know has a lot of scarring and it's just not looking good and, it, and his eye is glowing kind of orangey mm. like a little orangey amber kind of yeah thing, yeah um, but yeah so obviously you know something's up with that eye because the guy just did something with the eye and now it's glowing and um, his face is pretty fucked up um, he obviously yeah. has the air about him to be you know the antagonist um, he's the man in charge, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they have that conversation with um, with Deckard. Uh, Deckard, who, which I said 100 percent accurately before. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it, it's it's important that they do that. But in the background, you see another character, um, mm. which I don't know if I should because of subtitles. I yeah,
1: know it's, a, it, it's a he's a let's just say um, he's important we, he's important but yeah. he's he's the the scientist that is clearly making like this um, I don't know this chemical purple thing chemical purple yeah. chemical yeah now so
0: it does look I will say this purple chemical that they're making there it looks vaguely void like I mean like the color itself because they do have they put place a lot of emphasis on color in the series and I can't ignore the fact that the color is like, this kind of, like, bright purple, which very immediately I was like, void, question mark? Yeah. So I'm not sure if this is just a chemical that's a, a, you know, a chemical that just happens to be purple, or if they might be screwing around with, you know, void-related things, which anyone knows from the lore, the void is, like, the ultimate antagonist to Runeterra. Mm -hmm. So, um you know we'll have to see about that that's just speculation i'm curious to see what happens with it but um yeah what did you think about the rest of of that scene playing out and the whole so you're talking
1: about whenever uh whenever they (laughs) uh the scientist uh grabs the cat and he's like time to eat and then puts the cat in the cage and then he taps it next to the rat and the rat drinks like the purple stuff and clearly like the rat is like hulking out in some way you don't actually see the rat but um but yeah you 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 see it from his from the rat's perspective and the cat is scared and then suddenly you see blood splatter (laughs) yeah on the 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 the, the tank and i'm just like oh that so that was the time for the rat to feed not the cat okay (laughs) um and
0: uh, i i think this is i'm okay saying this because yeah you know we'll see what happens with it but there is a character called twitch um this is speculation once again we don't know for sure but there's a character called Twitch that is from zon that is a it's a fairly giant rat um still not like super huge but you know probably the size of a yordle and um uh he is you know sentient you know he's sentient and he's he's chemically enhanced um so and we know that he had a lot of experimentation on him to get him that way and he's hilarious and he's very funny (laughs) one of my favorite characters to play as um his his eyes are on the side of his head um (laughs) (laughs) uh but anyways uh so very, very fun character. One of my favorites. But he, I'm pretty sure, I'm like 99% sure that that is the birth of Twitch that we saw. I think that hopefully we'll see him again um, at some point. I actually don't hope that it's this season because I feel like they have a lot to do this season. But yeah, I
1: almost feel like he could be kind of a distraction, you know? Yeah,
0: because he's not like main level villain. He's definitely yeah. like the funny what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah (laughs) that's exactly what it is Exactly. so hopefully we'll see him in kind of a almost comical light later on but yeah Yeah. I I would really like to see what they do there but either way this this whole situation regardless of how funny the twitch part is it's a very menacing scenario that's going on like Mm -hmm. I mean it's very villainous you know they're fucking around with chemicals I mean you know that whenever evil lab tech guys are fucking around with unknown chemicals and experimenting on things It, um, it can be no good yeah, exactly. No it doesn't amount to anything fun. Mm. So, um yeah, that that pretty much is it, I would say, mm-hmm. for for this episode. It only took us one hour and twenty five minutes, people. It, Isn't it, that our fun? Our episode was longer than <laughs> literally <theirs>. longer <laughs> than theirs. <laughs> we were we were almost two episodes worth, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah. Uh, there we go. That that's how much stuff is in here. We it still it's was so more than we could have expended so on, dense. expanded Expanded yeah. on to, yeah. But um, yeah, so that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. I don't want to linger any longer than you guys have to. Um, if you guys are looking for episode two, we're, um, you know, coming out with these as fast as possible. You know, our um, the podcast is in review right now. So by the time that uh, everything's actually released and you guys can get to the podcast, I'm not sure where we'll be in the series yet. Um, hopefully the series is not completed yet. Um, it varies on how long it takes for, for podcasts to go through review. But either way, um, we hope that you enjoyed the episode. Make sure to check out episode number two. And um, we do have a Discord that will be coming sometime in the future. So that way you guys have a, a way to communicate with us and um, hang out, talk about the show. Because obviously we don't talk about it enough. We're still going to be <laughs> watching the show over and over again. So, yeah, we have a lot of time to kill before the next uh, series, that's for sure. So Absolutely. But all right, guys, thank you very much. Once again, I've been Mike.
1: And I'm Sean.
0: All right. See you guys later. Peace.